Can't wait for Bloomberg the Musical. As a rule, city mayors are not famous. Sure, you get the occasional Ray Nagin or Cory Booker or Kyle McLaughlin, but most Americans probably don't know who the mayor of their own town is, let alone anyone else's. Unless you live in Talkeetna, Alaska, of course, then you probably know your mayor is Stubbs the Cat. The mayor of New York City is the exception to the rule, however. Whether it's because New York City has a larger population than most states, or just by virtue of New York being New York, people seem to know who the New York City mayor is. It's Michael Bloomberg, by the way. Bloomberg? No? Not ringing any bells? He's been on SNL a few times? Letterman makes fun of him a lot? He unsuccessfully tried to save us from our own fat asses by banning large sodas a few months back? Okay, well, it's Bloomberg, for the record. Just making sure we're all on the same page. New York has had a few famous mayors. Michael Bloomberg is just the latest. The first New York City mayor I remember was David Dinkins. This is random for a couple reasons. First of all, because at the time I was but a young child living in upstate New York in the 1990s when he was elected, and second of all, because who in the hell remembers David Dinkins? Sure, he was the first, and so far only, black mayor of New York, and yes, his administration managed to lower New York City's crime rate, a statistic that had been on the rise 30 years straight, starting with season 6 of Mad Men, but that doesn't get you very far in the history books. No, as far as cleaning up New York City goes, the guy who gets all the credit is... Rudolph Giuliani took office on January 1st, 1994. Rudy is remembered for the Disneyfication of Times Square, a marked decline in crime, and telling people to go out and shop after September 11th. Preferably at the Disney store in Times Square. He seemed like an okay dude, but he was no... Ed Koch is cited by most of my born-and-raised New York friends as their mayor. He was mayor from 1978 to 1989. Of New York City's 108 mayors, only three have served three consecutive terms, and Ed Koch is one of them. Koch went into politics after returning from World War II, first as a congressman, then as mayor. He's generally credited with getting New York out of the red financially. You see, unlike the rich white people playground it is today, New York City in the 1970s was pretty much bankrupt. In fact, in 1975 it was literally bankrupt. And it was on fire, literally on fire. Newsweek declared New York a disaster area. It was in rough shape. The Detroit of its day, really, without a Robocop in sight. Somehow, Ed Koch turned it around, though. While crime was still on the rise, the murder rate dropped substantially. So, uh, there's that. Additionally, he trimmed the administrative fat in city government, and by the time he left office, the city was solvent. The people loved Koch. He won his 1981 re-election with 75% of the vote and the endorsement of both the Democratic and Republican Party, a fact which I still cannot wrap my head around. He won his second re-election in 85 with 78% of the vote. With those sorts of numbers, it seems like it would be impossible to leave a greater legacy than Ed Koch. But never underestimate. Fiorello LaGuardia is commonly regarded as the greatest mayor New York has ever seen and one of the greatest mayors in U.S. history. This is no small feat, considering he took office in 1934 in the middle of the Great Depression. Oh, and that he banned pinball in New York. You'd think that would automatically take him out of the running for greatest mayor ever. I know it would if I was running things. That's some cold shit, LaGuardia. Props to Mayor Abraham Beam bringing pinball back in 1976, BT Dibs. I don't know a damn thing about you otherwise, but uh, good job. Anyway. 
LaGuardia was buddies with FDR. Yes, even though FDR was a Democrat and LaGuardia was a Republican, because back then, politicians weren't children. FDR hooked LaGuardia up with what I believe is known as a metric ass ton of money, somewhere in the neighborhood of $1.1 billion from various three-letter New Deal agencies. This put ass tons of New Yorkers to work and built us some top-notch bridges, tunnels, and yes, LaGuardia Airport. As another member of the three-term club, LaGuardia got a lot done during his 12 years in office. He was way ahead of the game in hating on Hitler, 1934, United the New York City subway system, 1939, tough on artichokes, 1935, long story, and spoke six languages. Dude was on top of his game. In what is easily my favorite LaGuardia anecdote, when the city newspapers went on strike in 1939, he read the comic section aloud on the radio. Amazing. The people must have their funny pages. If you're ever in the neighborhood, there's an awesome life-size statue of Mayor LaGuardia down in Greenwich Village. Admittedly, life-size in this case is only 5'2", but it's still a great statue. And if you ever need some musical inspiration, hit up iTunes for the soundtrack to the LaGuardia musical, Fiorello. Does Ed Koch have a musical based on his life? I think not. Editor's note, Ed Koch actually does have a musical based on his life. Pat's note, but did it win the Tony Award for Best Musical? I think not. Mayor Bloomberg will finish his third term as mayor of New York in December, adding him to the three-timers club. Who will New York's next mayor be? Mm, hard to say. The election is in November, and the candidates are still coming out of the woodwork. Whoever it is, however, I think it's safe to assume they won't have the backing of 78% of the electorate, the Republicans, the Democrats, the Pinball Party, FDR, Newsweek, the Disney Store in Times Square, and Hitler, though.